Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Boom. We're in the room. It's quite funny. Um, I was doing I a rap then. I, is that what you call it? Yeah. Did you see on um, Joel and Hannah's podcast this week? No. That um, it's, what's it called? Never Have I Ever. Mm. Where that Mrs. Joel Dommert and his uh, wife, Hannah Cooper Dommert. Is that right? Cooper Dommert? I just call her Hannah Cooper. Yeah. Mm. They have a podcast where they do things, but uh, they, they try things that they've never tried before. It's very funny, but their Instagram posts are very funny. But there, there was one this week where she's done a kind of Lily Allen style rap. Uh, about was that something. the thing never have i ever i think so i don't know but it's obviously just in their podcast where she i think she decided she was going to do some kind of rap i love her so much. <laughs> yeah yeah she's funny she's so brilliant. um what she, she does have is a very contagious and infectious laugh yes. and she does it all the time mm-hmm. she laughs it all the time i mean joel must think he's the funniest comedian ever he is quite funny though he is yeah but there are lots of comedians out there mm. of course mm. but she laughs at everything and I think oh mm. it's so great do you want me to laugh more if you could things? up your laughter rate my, the I, I've, got, say. I've got a I've got a problem though I've got a problem in that like, <laughs> I don't say anything my... funny <laughs> <laughs> oh, but there that is that funny. yeah but also I silently laugh I'm laughing at, at mm. you with you all the time mm. and but mainly you, at me you don't hear it okay well I, I have um, this open mouth thing that I do and mm. I'm really fucking laughing Good. You can't hear me. Okay, yeah, you do the silent, like, inside laugh, yeah, and I think, oh, yeah. she is, she's really laughing at that. I, um, I'm going to get Hannah to give me lessons. Okay, yeah, yeah. She's very good to be around. She really boosts oh, your confidence. Isn't she? Because she laughs She doesn't boost mine, I'm just letting you know that. Yeah, but you would say something funny and she would laugh and you'd think, yeah, oh, I'm funny. but then I look at her and I go, fuck. Yeah, she's, she's like <laughs> she's, been, I, she's been made in laboratory, gone here. We, yeah, we, yeah, we went out on... Um, New Year's Eve, mm. and walking into a room with Joel Dommett and Hannah Cooper yeah. is ultimately quite brilliant because everybody looks at you and you go, oh, mm. look, everyone's looking. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, they're looking at them. It's like being in Goodfellas, but I'm Joe Pesci. Yes, like. and I'm Joe Pesci's wife. Yeah, and they're like really And Otter I don't even have a name. Yeah. I'm just Joe Pesci's wife. They are stunning. They're a stunning couple. Oh, God, um. and like lovely you know, mm. uh, normally you'd go, yeah, they're gorgeous, but uh, yeah. wankers, they're not. No. You, <laughs> is that what you normally do? Yeah. yeah. Oh, look, they're normally. lovely. but um, Or you'd go, that you know, they must be horrible people, but yeah. actually, or no, I take that back. Yeah. I thought beautiful I knew you would. People, mm. Beautiful people get an easy and a rough ride. Yeah, I know. They get an a rough ride because mm. they are beautiful and people think they are vacuous and they have nothing to say. Yeah, I know. And Hannah... It took me a while. It took me a while to yeah. get that. Yeah, I know it did, yeah. it did. It's okay, but Sorry. the, the you listeners had to say, got it. You had the to say it twice. I did it twice. I cracked the, tw- <laughs> the joke twice. Uh. Um, but 
If only I'm Hannah Cooper was. If only Hannah her, Cooper no. was here to laugh at that. <laughs> Wait, where is she now? Let's call her. <laughs> anyway, she does a rap, and it, it's really kind of bad and good, all all wrapped up at the same time. But then they roll about laughing, and it's just very funny. You know, it's like when you see somebody laugh on the Instagrams or anything. It's just a joy, joyful thing, and it was very funny seeing that those two really I'm laugh. Find at this. it. Yeah, yeah, please so do. Can, it'll be on the. It, it'll be probably on her. At her laugh. It'll be on her her Insta. I just want to say I was going to say something very interesting, and I've got a feeling that lots and lots of people are going to would have liked write it. to us and go. Oh, what were you going to say? Good, you you uh, can do it now. No, it's too late. You were talking about um, good-looking people, and you think they're kind of vacuous and and kind no. of daft, but and I, I don't know. I took that back. You took it back. Mm. Which one is it? Uh, let's have a look. Oh, she's... <gasps> what? She is Cooper Dommet. I think that's new. No, no, she's always been Cooper Dommet since they got married. No. I think so. I've always known her as Cooper Dommet. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Press it. It's going to bust the charts. <laughs> Sorry, I'm on the spot. I should say, oh, it's difficult, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Anna Nash. Yeah, so then I walked into the hairdressers and I was like, how are you? Are you going on holiday? And she said, yeah, me too. Where are you going? I said, I don't know, but I fancy a two-week all-inclusive. How about you? <laughs> what, is, what is going on? Oh, my God, I'm a lyrical genius. <laughs> I knew as soon as you, as soon as you rhymed you with you, I knew you thought you were a genius. <laughs> It really, really made me laugh when I saw that. Um, yeah. Wait. Silent laughing. Yeah, she's she doing just, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's good. doing it too. But not to take away from her own podcast, but you can go and listen to theirs um, as well, if, if you like. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, they make me laugh, those two, a lot. Now you can hear some noise in the background. Yes. I'm boiling an egg. Sometimes, some mm. weeks I just think to myself, Mm. Um, I hope he doesn't spring any surprises on me. Oh. But this week, I'm actually genuinely excited. Firstly, because eggs are my number one favourite food. Yeah. We don't eat enough eggs. Yeah, keep talking. I, 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 I love eggs in all forms. And when I found out that it was wrong about two a day being more than two a day or something being bad for you, I've never been so happy. I could eat eggs yeah. for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Okay. And not get bored of it. What? What? It hasn't worked. It hasn't worked. So it doesn't matter. What were you doing? So I saw a thing on the Instagrams this week. Yeah. Which I thought was really kind of good. Yeah. And I thought I'm buying one straight away because yeah. it just looks great. Mm. And um, and then I thought, oh my gosh, a podcast recommendation. This. And I'm thinking, should I recommend it? Shouldn't I recommend it? So this is why I think I should recommend it. First of all, if you've got kids and you'd like to feed them eggs and they won't eat eggs, no. If you've got kids that like eggs but won't eat the yolk. And the yolk's the yellow bit. I'm yep. sorry to sound really, really <laughs> dense there. Um, yeah. Yeah. The yolk's okay. the yellow bit. Yeah. Right? Let yeah. me give you some facts about whites. Let me give you some facts about egg whites and egg yolks. Yes. So do you, I'm going to do egg whites first, right? You, is this from the box of the thing that you've this, just yeah. tried and it doesn't work? Yeah. No, yeah. no, it's not the... I, I haven't done it right. I, I did it in a rush. I panicked. Oh, okay. We're quite. We're late tonight. We're a quarter past seven on a Tuesday night, mm-hmm. uh, and we're in a bit of a flat because mm. we're, we're hungry, aren't we? Yes, I'm, we're, we're hungry. hungry. So we're gonna we're gonna order something on the delivery shortly. Mm. And I thought, oh, I'll do this quickly, and then I've I've done it wrong. That's all. Okay. Anyway, so uh, egg white. 
How much vitamin A is in an egg white? How much? Nothing. Vitamin D, nothing. Vitamin E, nothing. Vitamin B12, nothing. Calcium, point in two. In an egg white? In an egg white. There's virtually yeah, nothing. Yeah, I mean, nothing. It. It's all protein. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, there's 3.6 grams of protein wow. in the egg white. In one egg white? Yeah, and virtually nothing else. There's some folate, whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, folate's important. Yeah, folate's important. Calcium is in there as well, right? And calcium's important. But in the yolk. What? Wow. Everything in the yolk. Vitamin A. 244, whatever that is. Vitamin D, 18. <laughs> vitamin E, 0.5. But vitamin B, 12, 6. Folate, 23. Calcium, 24. Protein, 2.7. I don't know, but it's loads. It's... Is it a percentage of your daily intake or something like that? Yeah, so there'll be some nutrition list out there. That's that we'll, really we'll, funny. We'll know all the jargon, So it's all right? about the yolk. So it's all about the yolks, unless you want the protein. So I yeah. love egg whites, obviously, because of my muscles. I love right? egg whites. I love egg whites because of the way they taste. But what if you've got kids or a husband or a wife or a partner or whatever Mm -hmm. who won't eat the yolk? What do you do? What do you do? You put it in this. This is an egg spinner. And you put the egg on this and put it in there and you spin it and it whips the yolk and the white together inside the egg and you get a yellow egg. You peel off a hard-boiled egg, and it's just a solid yellow egg. Oh, my God. Right? And it doesn't taste of yolk. Well, I don't know. I haven't done it yet because I broke that one. But what does yolk even taste of? I don't know why people are funny about it. It does have a funny kind of kind of. I think I've got the... Like my kids all eat the yolk. They don't eat the white. Oh, I love both. They don't eat the white, so actually this would be good for them. Yeah. Forget about kids that don't like the yolk. Oh, yeah, I guess if you don't like like the white. It's like other way around. If you don't like the white, you can't see the white. No, it's it's just, that is very... You get a whole yellow egg, and if you cut it down the middle and open it, it's just a solid yellow egg. And, okay, so, um, and then you can just like dippy-dippy in salt and... Well, yeah, you'd slice it up and do an egg sandwich or something like that, I guess. Wow. It does say you can do a soft-boiled egg. I don't know how it'd be soft-boiled because it would just all be... Yeah. It'd be like scrambled egg inside the egg. Oh, that makes God. sense. We've got to, the We show. have to I'm going to do another one. So, look, tonight... We've once, got to experiment with that. Once this podcast is over, I'll do, we'll do a couple of eggs and we'll see what it's like and we'll take some pictures where did and stuff you, like that. Where did you hear about that? Obviously, it's in my Instagram algorithm because I look at stuff like this. Um, because I, I introduced you to something the other day and um, I came back from a day out and, like, you'd done it all the whole house was remote control plugged sorted yes Uh, are you talking about them yeah oh great these are Um, brilliant so i saw a woman who was like top 10 things you can buy that will change your life on amazon Mm -hmm. and this was number one and i didn't even get to look at the next nine because i was i was on amazon buying them so they're basically if you look up plug remote control Uh um that's what i looked up and they are called sort of remote control plug socket. And you can buy them in loads of different formations. I would imagine that they are pretty much all the same. Um, they are about £35 for five. And what what happens is you plug the plug mm-hmm. into the socket and then you plug the lamp or, in our case, the festoon lights or an amp, an amp, or the bar, or lights. anything, yeah. anything that plugs into a socket. You plug that into that plug socket, mm-hmm. and it then becomes remote control. 
So you Bluetooth re- the remote control to that plug socket and you then have three or four different... So with the five different plug sockets, yes. you've got five different numbers and they refer to each different... Yes, because I plugged all these in while you were out. So on the back of each plug, it's got a number that corresponds to the number on the remote control. So you know which one is which. Oh, great. So you yeah. don't have to Bluetooth them or anything. You don't have They're to Bluetooth already them already done. They're already already done. done. You just literally plug them in, plug your lamp it's in. even better than I thought. It's now a remote control lamp. Now, it's not smart technology. It's infrared technology or uh, what is it? What's the other so one you need Radio access. waves, I think. It's radio you waves. Ac- you need to be able to point your remote Not really. At it. you just got to be in the vicinity because that's it. It's radio waves. Sorry, it's not infrared. So I don't think it needs to oh. be pointed. So... The one I've done in the bar is hidden in the cupboard. You mm. don't need to open the cupboard door to do mm. it. It just senses mm. it. So I think it's probably a tiny frequency that it pushes out. It's really good. The only time, because I did think, oh my God, these are absolutely brilliant. Mm. And then I thought, I'm going to buy another set. That's when it gets a bit tricky mm. because you've got mixture of frequencies going on there. So you have to be careful. Don't think you can buy 10 and only use one remote for all 10. No. It gets a bit more complicated yes. when you expand out. But five of them... I think you might be able to buy bigger sets, but a five set is absolutely it's brilliant. It's a game changer. It's one right? of the best things you bought. Thank you. I feel very proud about it, and I thought How much you would. Um, it's thirty-five pounds for five mm-hmm. plugs. So I've done an amp, and I've done the bar lights. And my favourite is the festoon lights because the festoon lights are outside. We've got some outside, and I didn't. Lights. I was getting really lazy about turning them on in yeah, the evening. I know. And the time when you want to turn them on is in the winter. But I didn't want to go yeah, outside to the plug because yeah. it was cold. Yeah. So I was just not bothering to put them on. And mm. now we can remote control them. You can mm. put them on in the evening, turn them off from the kitchen, nice yeah. warm kitchen. It's so nice. Um, these are really good. I'm so mm. glad you bought them and I'm so glad you recommended them. Mm. Like, I would highly recommend Yes. Them. I'd give these a five star. Yes, and what's quite nice, there isn't a specific brand that you would say this no. brand is better than others. I think they're all much of a mm. muchness, but it is just an amazing product. Mm. So as a product, we're just generally recommending yeah. these um, remote control plug sockets are brilliant. Uh, just to go back to my egg scrambler, it's called the egg scrambler and it was eleven eighty nine. And it was on Amazon. So you, when it's called an egg scrambler, mm-hmm. that does lead us to believe that you could scramble an egg inside the egg. If we can scramble an egg inside the shell, yeah. I will freak out. Yeah. Show me. Is there a video? Yeah, I think there is a video, right? So right, I want to watch it. Funky music. Huh? Dun, dun, dun. I've been using garage band. Oh, okay, so not really scrambled. I didn't see any scrambled eggs there. Oh, no, but uh, the idea is that it, it scrambles the, the white. Yeah, but I wondered if you could have, like, white, like, runny, a yeah. bit runny. Yeah, and then you could tip, you could just crack the egg into a pan, obviously, and then cook it, and you'd get scrambled eggs. But obviously, you just, it'd be easier to whisk mm. up with a fork. Mm. Um, anyway, I just wanted to let people know that how much it was. fun. Yeah, it was quite good fun, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I'm looking forward to doing that later. On the subject of uh, comedians that we were talking about earlier, yes, I went to see a comedian this weekend uh, with my dad at the Trinity Theatre, the Trinity Church Theatre in Tunbridge Wells. Trinity Theatre. Trinity Theatre. It's in a church, though. Yeah. Um, that's why I thought I'd throw that. I throw the church in. I, I rebranded it without them asking mm. me to. Did you know that it's uh, under threat? I think of being closed down because it's running out of money. No. Yeah, I'd like to to help in some way. I don't know how I'm supposed to help, but. 
there's a local theatre in Tunbridge Wells called the Trinity, and I think they're struggling to... TrinityTheatre.net. Okay. So if you're in the area, go and buy tickets to that. That'll probably be the best thing you do to help it help it survive. I think what we need to do is just start booking booking more stuff because I've been there. Yeah. I have... Joel Dommett, weirdly, yes, has played, played there. there. Yeah, yeah. It's a great um, But venue. I have been there for a very long time mm. in Tunbridge Wells, and uh, they I've never been there. Well, they do cinema screenings there, so there's lots of films there. <gasps> and um, I'll tell you who's on later on this year. Who? Which you'd like to go and see, Bridget Christie. Oh, yes. She's playing the Trinity in November. Yes. So I'll get us four tickets for that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to see her. I've uh, heard all about her. Uh, yes, I've apparently never she's amazing. Seen yeah. Um, so I went to see Hal Cruttenden there. Um, now, Hal Cruttenden's a comedian I've seen loads, and he's always brilliant. And he was obviously brilliant on Saturday night. So I'd highly recommend people perhaps go and Google him or go I've onto just, the I've YouTube. Just now. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know him, yeah. <clears throat> people think he's gay. He's very camp, or he's got a very kind of camp way about him demeanor i think mm. and he uses that quite a lot and it could slightly throw you off you know but he's married with kids and all the rest of it but this particular tour is about him getting divorced yeah. the whole thing is about him getting divorced so it's very you know it's kind of emotionally charged and very funny as a result of that because you're slightly sad but also can't help but laugh at the sadness you yes know? so it's quite a nice dynamic he's got but he did a bit on long lost family yes which i've told you so i'll tell you again for the point of the viewers because i thought it was a very very funny gag but he was talking about how he watches reality tv and how you know they exploit people on reality tv perhaps whether it's celebrities get them to eat kangaroos penises and things like that but he said what he loves is long lost family because there is no exploit exploitation in there and i was thinking oh be careful you're in my territory here like don't say there's no exploitation and then make a joke about my girlfriend or something. So I'm going to punch you in the face. You know? <laughs> oh and, my God, you're going to do a Will Smith on Hal Crockenden at the yes, Trinity Theatre. That's exactly what it would be like. Yeah, <laughs> keep your wife's name out of your mouth, 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 something like that. Yeah. So anyway, he said he talked about long lost family and he talked about it. it's just so amazing. Can I quickly just yes. do a disclaimer? Yeah. Because um, somebody's going to go. Oh my God, they're married. Yeah. Yes, I said we're not married. We're not married. Yeah. yeah. It was a, it was a, it was Will Smith, Will Smith said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just in case. I know, just in case. Yeah. It's exhausting, isn't it? <laughs> um, uh, anyway, he said, you know, the thing about these is that these parents at one point have had to give their children up for adoption. And he said, you know, it's, it's obviously been difficult, but they've given them up. And then 30, 40 years later, they're trying to find each other and Davina comes along and brings them back together. And they're like, oh my God, I love you. I've missed you so much. I can't believe I was so sorry. I put you up for adoption. There was all these problems and all that. And the other and he basically went, I wish I'd put my kids up for adoption. <laughs> he said, it turns out that they love you anyway in the end. And it wouldn't have to spend all that money. It wouldn't have had to do all the work and everything. And then, boom, 30 years, Davina would bring them around and then, bang, we're all in love and everything's happy. You know? and, oh my God, I rolled about laughing. It was so And also, I done, think the know? other thing is that the relief as well, because you're yeah. thinking, am I going to have to get up there and punch oh, you in the face? Yeah. And it was like, actually, no, it's just a joke about was, something else. I was there with my dad as well. So there would have been a certain amount of social pressure on me if... He just slagged you yes. off and made yeah. a joke. My dad What's would have, my son going to do? My dad would do? have looked at me and said, What are you going to do about that, son? son? Yeah, and I would have had to get up and pushed Hal Cruttenden around and stuff. Yeah. That would have been all horrific. Anyway, if you're listening to this, Hal, or we screen grab this and put it on Instagram or whatever, I just want to say, I really love your show. And I've seen you a few times and introduced to my kids not long ago because we saw you in London at a, cl- a club. My, my young son thought you were absolutely brilliant. So great work. Uh, keep it up. <laughs> 
And get tickets to go and see the show. You must be touring Oh, yeah, around. we must be touring. And it's called, uh, I'm glad you hear it. Oh, you should hear this from me, I think is, is the mm. name of the show. Mm. Uh, and like all these comedy shows, they get given names before the show exists. So he said it was very fortunate that something quite bad happened to him because the title now fits with the, with the act. Which is quite a good joke. Yeah. I, think, you know. I want to talk about something that I showed you a couple of weeks ago and I've been slightly obsessed about it because mm-hmm. you and I, we love seeing inside people's houses. Oh. It's so good, isn't we're, it? We're nosy. Yeah. And we're I mean, that's nosy. the whole point about through the keyhole. You don't really care whose house it is. No. You're just like, ooh. Yeah. Go on. No, go no, on. Say, I was say, say what you're going As say. much as I love Keith Lemon and, uh, and his take on through the keyhole i don't really care i just want to see the house yeah i want to guess whose house it is yeah you know you can make it funny if you like or you can go back to the lord grossman version i just yeah. don't care show me the house show me a house yeah and uh, you know i think all estate agents become estate agents because they just love looking at people's houses yeah it's got to be the best job in the world and just looking at different people's taste and why they do things or looking at people's houses for inspiration and we have found a site that is mm. basically the best form of pin- Pinterest you've ever seen. And sometimes people are very unexpected and uh, their houses are very strange. And other times their houses are exactly as you would hope. Anyway, I'm talking about um, Architectural Digest, which is a really nice kind of interiors magazine. It's American. It's prohibitively expensive to buy um and they've done this amazing thing called open door ad Mm -hmm. so if you look up open door ad on youtube um it is absolute heaven so david harbour who is in stranger things and he's married to lily allen yeah great love that Mm. as a pairing best Mm. pairing ever the the other thing is Mm You know, you get an insight into their house, which gives you an insight into them as people. But mm-hmm. for that one, you got an insight into their relationship. Yes, quite interesting, it was isn't it? so good. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. I thought, best couple ever. Yes. Like I thought, oh. Can we go I, around there for dinner? Yeah, yeah. And I just thought, I totally see this. Mm. They are really good together. Mm. The magic was happening. Yeah. So it was put up um, three weeks ago and it's already had five and a half million views. Wow. Yeah. So they've done David Harbour and Lily Allen. We've got Dita Von Tees. We've got Erica Badu. Um, Ellen Pompero, anybody who's a big um, Grey's Anatomy fan uh, will be okay. very excited by that. Dakota Johnson's, we must have a look at that one. I haven't had a look at that yet. Um, Cara Delevingne. Travis Barker. Travis Barker goes out with the Kardashian. I am not. Oh, can't, really? I can't remember who it is. 13 million views. <sighs> Yes. Um, Lenny Kravitz's Brazilian Farm Compound. Wow. You want to have a look at that, don't I you? do want to look at that. Um, anybody that loved high school, 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 little musical, mm-hmm. um, Vanessa Hudgens, mm-hmm. um, who played Gabriella uh, in yeah. uh, High School Musical, get to look around her home. This is Sienna cribs, Miller. It's like a, yeah, it's cribs, but yeah. like posh cribs. Yeah. Okay. And filmed really nicely, Seth Rogen. Yes. And Seth Rogen's quite interesting. He's done, for, he's done a real good career shift from those kind of weedy comedy films, weedy as in smoke weed. Yeah. Uh, turned quite sophisticated acting. Yeah. Uh, hasn't he? I loved him in Pam and Tommy. Um, yes. That drama, I thought he was great in that. And I've seen him in something recently where we're like, oh my God, it's Seth Rogen. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, and he didn't look like Seth Rogen no. at all. I can't remember what it was. The Fablemans. Oh, yes. Yes, he plays the best friend. Very, very good. Mm. 
so anyway, I would absolutely highly yeah. recommend it. Like Dita Von Tees was really, really good. I mean, her house was exactly as you would want to see. And it isn't about taste. Yeah. It's about being interested in, oh, matching that person with this house. Yeah. And, oh, I wouldn't have seen you in a house like that. It's so... It is amazing, isn't it? Because... What, what, certainly from actors, what you see is the characters they play. You very mm. rarely see them. So actually to take a glimpse into their house, it's so at odds with perhaps the characters she'd played in, in Stranger Things or even Lily Allen as a kind of singer or as an artist. And I, I'm also like very, very, mm. very, very private. Mm. I don't really let people... I let people see a corner of my house. Mm-hmm. Um, the garden. And I let I would let people see our gym, for example, like mm-hmm. when we're in the gym. I don't mind that. I've made that a sort of space that I yeah. I film in sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You feature in those films. Mm-hmm. But I think our house we have to keep. What we should probably do once is do one of these, borrow somebody's house. And just I like pretend people, it's like No, that. people don't do that. You know that Richard Bacon show, like, is this my house or your house or whatever it's called? Have you seen that show? No. Oh, it's really good. Is it? Yeah, Where is yeah. it? Why have I not it's seen it? It's on the BBC. It? This is the Stacey Dooley thing. So um, so basically, there's a house and there's three people, Yeah. right? And then there's a panel of celebrity guesses. So mm. you'll probably be asked to be on this at one point, mm. right? And three people show you around the house and you've got to guess whose house it is out of the three people showing you around. Mm. Um, it's would I lie to you but for houses but for houses yeah mm. but of course one you get to see a really cool house mm. but two you get to see everybody lying because the person's whose house it is is also trying to pretend that it's not really yeah. their house so they're doing a slightly shit job of selling is it, it you know? is it um, the famous people's houses or is it a normal person's house no I think house? it's normal oh, good. person's okay, houses oh good that's much more yeah, interesting yeah. but they're really there can be really quite palatial mm. houses or, or not you know like but it's a really interesting mm. format I think it's called My House or Yours or something like that. Mm. You have to Google that, but it's, um, but it's a really good format. Let's look that up, because I think um, it would be nice to um, a, a, talk about... Yeah, go a on. A comedian appeared on my algorithm uh, this week uh, talking about uh, the types of pornography that he used to watch. And uh, one of the things he talks about was that there's a, a type of pornography called real estate porn. Oh, yeah. Is that you? Yeah. Um, which is, you know, where a real estate lady shows, you know, a couple around a house and then yeah. they have a threesome. What? Yes, yeah, real estate porn. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Sorry, I was not I was not yeah. expecting that. I'm not recommending that, but <sighs> I was recommending the comedian, which I can't remember his name now, but he said, I'm at an age now where I'd yeah. rather just show me around the house. Is that a thing? <laughs> yes, it's a thing. Oh my god, that is so <laughs> funny. And I thought it was very good. Because there's a great bit in Alan Partridge where he's watching porn and he, he sees the kitchen in the background, a pog and pole kitchen, and he's like, oh. And he's definitely trying to use it as a reference point for the type of kitchen he would like, you know. He's so not interested in the pornography. And, um, you know, I'm at that age myself. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature, Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I'm trying to find it. What? And it's not on Wikipedia. What isn't? Stacey Dooley's TV programme. Ah, it's called, it'd be on the BBC iPlayer. The Stacey Dooley House Show. <laughs> this is my house. Yeah, this is my house. Oh, this is my house. Yeah. I thought... This is my house. You typed in the Stacey Dooley House Show. Yeah. Because I was like, wow, that's quite a basic name for a show. (laughs) I thought that it was called the Stacey Dooley House Show. Google might be able to find it if I call it that. This is my house, returning to the BBC One. But without Stacey Dooley... (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. Who's presenting? I don't know. According to the broadcast, new episodes will be in uh, evolved 30-minute format rather than the previous hour-long format. Oh, maybe they're doing it without... Um, a presenter. Yeah, don't know. Don't know who's going to host it. Stacey's probably just busy. Um, no, she's had a baby. Yeah, that's what I mean. She'd be busy with baby. With, with baby. Aye. Um, okay, so let me have a little look at my list. I've got a few things here. First of all, a website that I stumbled across this week, which I loved, which was called 80scasualclassics.co.uk. Oh, my God. This is so up your street. Isn't it just? <gasps> look at that. Oh, my God. Smithy. Sergio Toshini, Bela, Alessi. Oh, my God. Uh, Puma, Diodora. I mean, look at all this Isn't stuff. Isn't this so interesting that this is now vintage? Yeah. I mean, it's super oh. cool. I mean, look at that. This is great, isn't it? I want one of these. They're not even particularly expensive. I keep meaning to um, to buy one. And then I got to the bit where, you know, you've got to fill all your details in mm. and then someone spilled a drink and then mm. my phone rang and all the rest of it. But... If you're into the old 80s uh, breakdancing clobber, as I was, I mean, I was brought up on Feeler and Sergio Tashini and all of that stuff. Um, this is a great website, 80scasualclassics.co.uk. I'm going to be shopping here and I will post some bits and pieces, but I just want to show you one. Can you send it to Chester, please? Yeah, of course I can. There was one particular top that I really was like. I think like. he'd really like that. Hmm. Yeah, because it is very cool and he likes kind of sports cash, doesn't he? That, that's what I want. It's so cool. Velour. Um, yeah, it's velour. I know. Look at oh, I mean, it's just so nice in those colours. Take and a look at that. I'll take a picture of this for you, folks. Um, but they only do it in a small, and I'm pretty much an extra small, so mm. it might not be any good for me that. But um, it's just, there's just so many cool things there. So that was one That uh, is really good. Yes, uh, I stumbled across. Now, the other thing, folks, I don't yes. know listening to the J.K. Rowling Witch Hunt, the witch trials yeah, of J.K. Rowling. you talked about that a bit last week, didn't you? But we'd not listened to any of it when we no. last recorded this programme. We only and listened to the trailer. you said you were going to listen to it. So I've listened to the first two episodes, and then there was a third episode out today. The third episode has been really fascinating. A lot less about J.K. Rowling right. and just more about what has happened... Society. ...since the birth of social media, because the mm. whole idea that um, the internet was going to democratise the world and it would be a mm. true democracy... It's not actually as it's played out at all, is mm. it? And social media seems to have come along and slightly corrupted the whole idea around uh, the freedom of the internet and is silencing people or, you know, uh, 
peddling mistruths and stuff Mm. like that. So it becomes less about J.K. Rowling in in the the third episode, more about the culture of what's going on on the internet. And I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed episode three. Mm. And what I would say is I was going to say, I can't believe how much I've learned. But you have to be cautious about what you're being fed, of course. So I'm not like blindly taking this information in and saying, well, this is it as fact. But the the big thing is this uh, this platform called Tumblr. Um, which, yeah, I remember Tumblr. Yeah, but mm. I never used Tumblr no, or anything like I. that. And I didn't really know what it was. You just mm. used to see it as an option. But it was a big, big thing in America driving this culture of uh, trolls and online bullying more so than any other platform. And they talk a little bit about why it was good for that and what came out of that. Were there forums on... Well, no, I think there were forums originally and Tumblr did this thing where it lumped everything in one place Mm. where you didn't necessarily have forums, but you could look through a feed, if you like, of the types of things that were going on in forums. Because you know um, what happened with Big Brother Mm. is that with the birth of the internet Mm. and everybody getting online... They started from just a few voices. And I kept saying, don't pay too much attention to it. Millions of people are watching this show. Mm. And you're looking at mm. 50 people slagging it off on online. Yeah. It's not re- representative because yeah. look at the crowds mm. and look at the feedback from viewing figures and everything. It's fine. But um, these fa- these voices had power. They had yeah. power in television they had power in literature. Mm. They had power with celebrities. And even right at the beginning, because mm. people were scared. Mm. They still are. Mm. I mean, even more so. More think, so now, know. yeah. Um, because we've I... seen the impact mm. that it can have. Yeah, it is very interesting. And, and it's when it all shifted onto Twitter, it seems to explode because Twitter was the thing where the journalists and politicians existed. So people that we knew and were respected and smart and one thing or another, all of a sudden, this stuff was swimming around on Twitter. You could get access Twitter. to them as well. Mm. I mean, Emma Kennedy, I think, was having like conversations with Donald Trump. But it's still remarkable. There's only 200 million Twitter users. How Did many? you know that? 200 million. Yeah, I'm amazed by that. When you think about the billions of people and that use TikTok. If there's the possibility that 10 to 20% of them aren't even real people or multiple accounts. More than that, I would say. Almost, I look, at, I look at many, many comments mm. And I look at the accounts of mm. the people that are commenting mm. and they can either be really, really loving mm. or really, really horrible, but they're always extreme. Mm. Um, they'll have three followers. Yeah. And they've been around since 2012 Yeah, or and they'll be following yeah. two people and one yeah. of them's me. You know, it's like so weird. So weird, isn't it? But I mean, that, that's not a lot of people considering no. there's billions in the world, you know, mm. 200 million users and some of them aren't even real. Um, anyway, uh, I hope people are listening to that and really enjoying it because um, I think it's a great recommendation. I must listen to it. Yeah, well, I, I, you know, I'm halfway through episode three at the moment. And, and how uh, long is each episode? Yeah, about 45, 48 minutes, you know. Mm. What is interesting, the girl who's hosting this, I don't even know anything about her or not. Did you ever watch the Louis Theroux document, documentary where he went to America and spent time with that really hard right Christian family? Uh, who was stood outside funerals kind of... Oh, yes, saying, I did. Yeah, I your, did. Your kids. I have seen it, she, yes. She's one of the daughters of that family who managed to leave the family and try and go and kind of... And he was talking to the kids, wasn't he? About yeah, yeah, he, he interviews yeah. her in the first one and when he goes back, she's left. She's the woman who's produced and... and, and so would you say she's stuff. like a hard right... Christian no, no, like she's values. free of all of that. She's, she's she left, left it all, all behind. Of, all of it you know? behind, right? And so and it's not coming from. I, ironically, saw the light. Is um, it? Is it? Is it not political? This, or is it quite political? No, I don't think. I think it feels apolitical to me. To you, yeah. 
What was interesting is I read some stuff on, I read some of the reviews on iTunes last night and it was people saying this is so one-sided and unbalanced, you know, J.K. Rowling's being left to say whatever she likes. Um, yes, I can't, I can't because believe... she's not been able to speak right? for years. This is the thing and I was thinking... Isn't that first, the point? First of all, it's only two episodes in and you can't call it unbalanced when you've only heard two episodes out of ten for a start. So how you can even have that opinion is a joke. But the second thing is... The debate around J.K. Rowling has been so one-sided mm. for so long. Mm. You've never even heard the other side because everyone's too scared to even talk about mm. it. So I just thought, God, it's hysterical that you can even call it one-sided, you know, from uh, from, from her side, episodes. you know, from mm. and, and from, from two episodes. So um, what's nice about it is it's opening up to a general conversation about the culture and less about J.K. Rowling. And then I'm sure it's going to swing back to that as well towards the end. But anyway, I think what makes me really sad, mm. and even you talking about mm. this podcast hurts my heart, mm. is that we have become on um, social media uh, um, haters or lovers. Yeah, yeah. But there's no middle deciding yeah. ground. Yeah. You either hate mm. or you love. Mm. But, um, and... It is really sad and dark when people just try and bring somebody down for expressing an opinion. But then there are also some hmm. really hateful opinions out there. Hmm. And you are expected to just look at that opinion hmm. and not get upset about it. It's really hard to yeah. navigate. It is. It's it very, is. you know, one of the things we've talked about this before is that if for whatever reason, we never had to work again, you and I would quite possibly like to... Or leave social media. Not leave altogether. I think I would still like to have mm. like an Instagram, yeah. a secret Instagram account where I can yes. still see my friends and, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, and, and follow people that I enjoy. Mm. But I, I, Sarah, my best friend, mm. is off social yeah, media. Yeah, so jealous. And, well, a part <laughs> of me misses her because yeah. um, there are things that... Um, it was my the anniversary of my dad's death yesterday, yeah. and um, I would have loved her, her to have seen the post because she loved my dad. Mm -hmm. And in the end, I forgot last night. I thought, I'm going to send her the video. So I sent her the video via text because mm -hmm. I have to think about the fact that she's she not on social media. Yeah, yeah. So it's quite interesting. It's hard. Like yeah. People I don't really know know what I do every mm -hmm. day, but my best friend doesn't. So actually, when I see her... Mm -hmm. We aren't just going, yeah, I saw you at that thing the other night. She's going, so what have you been doing? Mm. It's really interesting. Yeah. It alters <laughs> yeah. our entire relationship. I have a different relationship to Sarah than I do to other friends because she doesn't know what I've been up to. Yeah, well, the reference points are completely mm. different, aren't they? Uh, the other thing I found it interesting, and you must, you must have seen this in the growth of your following, is that now I've got, um, I guess, a decent-sized following. I've got about 117,000 people. The Obviously, there's now... A, a greater proportion of dislike for me mm. because there's just yes. more people. Yes. And as soon as I hit 100,000, I've noticed that more, yes. you know, there's more, I wouldn't call it hate, but I get, you know, I do get people being quite nasty about me or mm. nasty about the post mm. or something like that. And I think, where did that come from? But I guess it's look just... At, look at the account. Yeah, oh no. Always I, I mean, look at I, the account. I, I do. And they'll have two followers. Honestly, yeah. it's people just throw... Mm. But um, just for, uh, in the interest of balance, I'm extremely grateful for everybody who says nice things <laughs> to Instagram because it, it does weirdly matter. It does you know? matter. Yeah. And also, it's also quite hard to, you, you know, you worry it off, about people. Yeah. 
Um, but it does get to a point where you are numb to it. Mm. I want to talk about somebody really, mm. really, really, really positive. Mm. I got tinnitus yeah. after I had COVID and it bothers me a bit. So I thought I'd go and see somebody um, about if it's something that I could get rid of because it came on because of COVID. I thought maybe like with COVID it might go. Anyway, I went to see this guy who was recommended to me who's called Joseph Magnali. Mm-hmm. And he's on Instagram as Ear Surgeon Joe. That's a good name. And he is really, really interesting. Now, what I didn't know is that hearing is incredibly important for many, many things. But one of them, which I thought was absolutely a game changer, yes. was the effect that mm. not being able to hear properly had on your likelihood to get dementia or Alzheimer's. That's fascinating. And it massively mm. increases your risk more than lifestyle choices mm. of getting dementia. So if you are struggling with your hearing and that all disappears when you get hearing aids, please don't think twice about getting your hearing tested. You can get it done at, I think, Specsavers. You can mm. get it done on the high street. Get your hearing tested. It's a very, very simple procedure and find out if you have got any loss of hearing in either ear because Hearing aids nowadays are so much more advanced. There are ways that you can have a hearing aid in and nobody would ever, ever know. It's a long way away from the 70s where you used to have this enormous contraption on the side of your head. Also, sometimes with loss of hearing, and I know it's aging and I know it's, um, and I'm not ashamed of getting older, but I know it makes you feel old when you can't hear. Mm -hmm. And your partner may be more aware or your friend's, or somebody that you work with may be more aware of your loss of hearing than you are, ask. Ask people if you think, if they think that you might have be hard of hearing. And then go and do something about it because there are also operations that can solve it mm-hmm. and clear it. There are. He talks about all the different types of being hard of hearing, about what he can do, all the new medical breakthroughs, but he does it in and amazingly, you know, Dr. Nagat Arif, yeah, yeah. who's with the way she talks about menopause and yeah. how brilliant she is. He is so accessible. Mm-hmm. He just speaks in a way that is so simple. If you want to listen to the podcast that I did with him, go back on my Instagram page. It wasn't a podcast, it, it was live? live. Yeah. And have a listen to what we talked about because we specifically talked about um, being hard of hearing and um, developing Alzheimer's and dementia. But he is absolutely brilliant. And if, if you've got any worries about it at all, go onto his page. He's got tons of free um, information to access on there. And, you know, I had my hearing tested and my hearing is good for a woman of my age. So I was really relieved about that, that the often tinnitus um, comes with 22. Really? Mm-hmm. I know. I knew it. I've been in the sun a lot. Um. So in, anyway, yeah, he's great. Ear Surgeon Joe. I was amazed by what you told me about, about mm. hearing. I guess it makes sense because if there's a lack of information going into your brain, then your brain doesn't need to process that. And I think and you just start zoning out. Yeah, start zoning because out. Because if you can't hear mm. things at dinner parties or you mm. can't hear something that somebody's telling you and mm. you just kind of nod and, but you're missing every third or fourth word or, mm. and then your brain will um, adjust to try and help with that, but then it gives up. Mm. Um, I, often, I probably should get a hearing test. Um, 
I've listened to things on headphones for most of my adult life, I would say. I mean, I was convinced I would have absolutely trashed mine from clubbing and um, also listening to the loudest music Mm. I could possibly access on Mm. my headphones. So I think I I get the impression, Michael, that your hearing is absolutely fine. Pardon? Classic. Classic joke. So we went to see David Gray last night uh, at the New Union Chapel. Is it the New Union Chapel? I think it's just just called the Union Union Chapel. It's just called Union. It's not even the... You're adding a lot of words in today. Trinity Theatre. The Trinity Trinity Church Theatre. The Trinity Church Theatre. New Union Chapel. New Union Chapel. I've gone crazy. Yeah. Um, So we bought these tickets a while back. They appeared on my Instagram feed. I get everything from Instagram these days. Um, But God, what a venue the Union Chapel is. We've got to post a picture. Yeah. I'm going to send one right now yeah, to make it okay. a cup. Yeah, So first of all, I'd like to recommend the venue. Uh, it's by Hybrid Islington Tube in Islington, North London. So if you're coming outside of London, you'd come into King's Cross and it's one stop away from King's Cross. So it's really easy to get to. Uh, it seats about a thousand people, but I don't think there's a bad seat in the house. And the sound and the acoustics in there and everything are absolutely breathtaking. Mm. So it was brilliant. So we did the album Skellig last night, which was an album that came out during lockdown. And uh, it's very kind of subtle and low key, really, wasn't it? Although his band was massive. And also um, what was lovely was that um, he he seemed quite emotional. Yeah, it he brought, really it did, brought back he? lots of memories, I think, for him. Mm. Being He's, in Scotland, he mm. recorded it in Scotland, didn't he? And we had like lots of tales and stuff. About. Yeah, yeah. And also really he's a big bird watcher. He's a bird watcher. I didn't yes. know that. Yeah, you yeah. told me that last so night. So a lot of his songs, you'll, if you look at the lyrics in them, have got references to starlings and various birds and seagulls and all sorts of things. So um, there was quite a lot of that going on last night. And I like that. It gives you a little insight into the, the artist, really, doesn't it? Um, Is he touring the UK? I think he's doing 10 shows, uh, I think, of Skellig. But uh, the thing I would recommend is um, if you go to uh, mandolin.com, uh, they're doing a live stream from the Union Chapel on the 7th of March. Oh, great. Um, so if you can't get tickets to go and you'd really like to see that show, uh, there's a live stream on uh, mandolin.com and it's the 7th of March. I'm guessing it'll be about 8.45 in the evening. And you What's can, mandolin.com? You I don't actually know. I've never heard of it before, so it just says it on the post here. If you go and follow David Gray on... Um, I wonder if that's his um, yeah. streaming... Um, if you go and follow him on the Instagrams, all the information's there. You can go and see that. But um, there were some breathtaking moments in there. And one thing I like about David Gray a lot is he's always smiling when he's on stage. Mm. Where most people look bloody grumpy or miserable. Mm. They've got this kind of weird attitude about being up there. But it's just so nice to see somebody so happy in their work and feel so appreciative that people have come and also loving the musicians that they're surrounded with yes. and an appreciation of what, what it's like to catch. 10 people to make a sound yes. in harmony together. It was bloody brilliant. So anyway, it was really good. Um, I'm sure I've got David one Gray thing to finish on. This, but well done, David. Oh, well done, David. <laughs> yeah, he's listening. Um, no, he was amazing. Mm, I always find him emotional listening to David mm, Gray. I don't know mm. why. Um, I want to quickly talk about one business that was has sent me a candle and a refill and I thought it was such a clever idea because what happens usually is the candle is inside the cup and then you know the the ceramic Mm -hmm. pot that the candle is in and then you burn the candle Mm -hmm. and for whatever reason the pot is one size you can't put another candle in it and it becomes a bit redundant and 
nine times out of ten, you'll just throw that lovely ceramic pot away. And it's, you notice I've kept a lot of 34s. Yeah, you keep loads yeah. of them. Yeah. And it's such a waste. Well, but 34 yeah. is a really good example. That's because a lovely pot, isn't it's it? It's a lovely pot, but it, what no candle fits in that pot. Yeah, I, it's, and, an, it's an oval pot. Yeah, it's very weird, isn't it? I don't know what to do with them, but I'm, I really don't want to throw them out. Do you remember this? Yeah. At home? I do. We've got the blue one. Yeah. Um. So I, I'm worried... I'm going to mispronounce this. Um, it's a Welsh company, and I'm I'm really worried yeah, about saying it. You, but it's called Sefnfor Candle Company. C C C Candle Company. Well it's spelt C E F N F O R. Sefnfor. That's what I'm going to call it. Okay. Um, and it says candles that are going. The candles that are kind. Be kind to ourselves. Be kind to each other. Kind to animals and kind to the planet. Um, Sefnafor, I'm probably saying it wrong, please forgive me, is Welsh for ocean. Basically, did you know that um, 300 million candles are burned every year? And that is a lot of empty jars, right? So they've created the never-ending candle. So it's one jar and infinite amounts of refills. Um, they're all custom-made. The pots are handmade in Wales. Each one is completely unique, which I love. No two are exactly the same. And then she lovingly makes, or they lovingly make, candles um, in their little kitchen using plant-based wax, which is biodegradable and vegan. Um, sustainable fragrances, essential oils, and she really does, because I've, I've mm-hmm. you know, received it, use absolutely minimal packaging and everything. So... I am highly recommending this company. It is absolutely gorgeous. If you look up um, CCC Candles or Sefnafor Candle Company um, at gmail.com is their email. They are brilliant. And I would highly recommend them. Oh, great. Um, and the smell is absolutely gorgeous. I love a candle. We've got them, I love candles. We've got them in the studio and mm. we burn them a lot. And I do, I never thought I'd say this, but I really love lighting a candle and just like doing the work with a bit of yeah. music on and the smell and everything. Mm. Why did you, why would me? you say I I never did you slightly scoff a, at candles? I'm a geezer, you know. Mm. Like birthday candles would blow them out. Mm. You know what I mean? But but actually now I like the fragrance and the way it makes me feel <laughs> and all that, you know. I'll have I'll be on wax melts next <laughs> off uh, you know. Um so I'm ordering you a a a, a, deli- a delivery yeah. Nando's. Yes, please. You're getting a butterfly chicken, yes, medium, please. and you're getting um regular spiced grains and butternut squash yes, please. on the side. I'm gonna get some coleslaw, I love coleslaw mm. meat. And I'm just going to get a quarter chicken hot. I'm okay. going to have some grilled halloumi on the side. Oh, nice. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I'm going to order that right now. Let me oh, give it. God, every time I look at that picture of Ronnie on your computer, it makes my heart bleed. Oh, no, God, I can't. It's quite painful. I think that. I might have to change the me, mm. me desktop screensaver thing. Let me uh, check out that uh, here. Um, I'm excited for this. I have eaten chicken for lunch, though, so it'll be double chicken today. But I'll be all right, won't I? Mm. This, I've gone hot at Nando's. I know. Um, okay, let's do some uh, shout-outs and read-outs. Okay. Oh, I forgot to talk about shrinking. I'm going to talk about <sighs> it next week. Well, I have done shrinking. I know, but I want but to talk about it. You want to talk about it as well. Okay, yeah. Um, Davina started watching shrinking, and I started watching it again. And I'm liking it even more the second time I around. don't want to talk about it now, because okay. I, I no, feel no, no, like no, I need yeah. to yeah. give it a lot. Okay, go for your life. 
Um, okay, if you guys like the sound of bingo lingo, you're going to have to absolutely check out Bongo's Bingo, craziest night out ever. It sounds like Bongo's Bingo is the same as Bingo Lingo, could be, um, different it? brand. Yeah. Um, but I'm so into the bingo revival. Mm. Like, let's make bingo appealing to all generations. Um, I yeah. love it. Yeah. I, I, I've always loved bingo. That's from Samantha Hughes. Uh, there. Thank you very much, uh, Samantha. So Glenda... Glendale Glass. Glendale Glass. God, Glendale, that brings back memories for me. Why? So I lived on Dale Ed Road. I lived on a housing estate where all the names were named after the Lake District. So I lived on Dale Ed Road and there was Langdale and Wiresdale, and, but there was Glendale. And at the bottom of Glendale, which Who was... Who lived there? Well, at the bottom of Glendale was... Um, home for you know orphans oh. i know so it was this kind of mysterious thing when i was growing up that there were these kids that were kind of locked in this place they didn't really come out and play or anything like that and the housing estate i lived on was like full of kids playing but never played people from the home you know it was like glendale home and it was this kind of slightly spooky mysterious i wonder place. if that's actually true that they didn't play Oh, well, we did get to know a couple of them, but they weren't there very long. They'd be in there for maybe like oh, two or three weeks adopted. and then they get fostered, fostered. or adopted yeah, okay. or whatever. But a lot of them were quite naughty, you know, so yeah. you were quite scared if you saw them because they yeah. backed onto the woods where we played and occasionally they'd climb over the fence and we'd be like, oh my God, they're out, they're out. <laughs> no, we'd been running away from them. They were probably just looking for a friend, you know, but it was on Glendale and it was like, oh God, it's really brought back quite a kind of um, a brilliant bit of nostalgia for me there. So let's have a little look what we've got here. So... This was on Saturday. Hello, Davina and Michael. I am an avid listener to your lovely podcast and Michael's hair clinics are also great. Thank you. I wanted to recommend George Ezra's new documentary. I've heard about this. He's got a documentary. And apparently it is absolutely phenomenal. Wow. It's called End to End and it's on Amazon Prime. It follows him and his school friends walking from Land's End to John O'Groats while meeting musicians from all walks of life. And it's really inspiring and wholesome. A few people have recommended this, haven't they? Yes. My daughter also has a small business on Etsy, and I'd like to recommend where she sells handmade stained glass flowers. Oh, well, nice. Uh, They're so beautiful, uh, and she works so hard, and it's called Glendale Glass on Etsy and Instagram. Thanks so much. Oh, well, thanks for that, Nikki. That's great. Um, We must watch this George Ezra thing, because about four people, I think, have have messages about that. Yeah. Four. Can you believe it? All four of them. I mean, that's 100% of our listeners. We've hit the big time. (laughs) Um, Great. Um, Catching up on your podcasts, uh, I've missed you. Um, If you haven't watched it already... Um, and love something a little bit scary, try Red Rose on Netflix. So good. Mm. Emma Wood, I obviously won't be watching this. I have, um, I think we may have discussed this the other day, but discovered that I am just really annoying to watch scary things with on the television. Uh, We're going to see, what are we going to see tonight? Going to the cinema after we've eaten Nando's. We're going to see Cocaine Bear. And it's got it's very jumpy out of your skin. Is it? You yeah, think? I think so. Okay. Because well, the bear just kills everybody on cocaine rampage, and it, it, um, it accidentally consumes a kilo of cope, cocaine. And this is a bear. true story. It's a true story. Yeah, and then it goes mad. And and I think it's funny though. I think you're going to get really film. annoyed with me. I'm not. But I'm going to grab the person on the other side. That'll be me. <laughs> you're going to be everywhere. I'll be everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> all at once. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Heidi Plom. We haven't heard from Heidi for a while. Oh, God, Heidi. Heidi, this is a big one. It's a biggie. Hello, Davina and Michael and band members. I like that. We're one big band. Uh, I'm way behind on Epps, but wanted to say how brilliant Davina's idea for Legacy is. Yeah. 
might happen, right? Yeah, well, we're, I'm talking to people. Uh, this is this another thing you've made happen? <laughs> well, I think so. Manifesting. You have, you've manifested. Manifesting. Can I give you some things to manifest for? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Uh, you're obviously very good at it, you know. If I talk about it enough, like mm. I've been talking about legacy for about three or you four have. years. Yes, I think and, it's longer um, than that, actually. Because uh, well, after Caroline died, so that was 10 years mm. ago. A very dear friend of mine with stage four cancer would be the perfect candidate mm. for a show like this. She's even planning to be at her own funeral mm. and inspires me daily with her motto, get shit done. Mm. Uh, but that's another story. We should all be able to celebrate our own lives with the yes. people we love. We can. Um, I love it, Davina. Uh, oh, hi, Dee. That's an emoji. emoji I'm really heart. sorry. Yeah, about her, um, your yeah. friend. Yeah, it's, yeah, absolutely. Send it's almost, I think when the friend is dealing with it brilliantly, <laughs> it makes it... Mm. It's very hard for the people that love them. Mm. Um, I mean, it makes it easier, but it's also heart. It's just heartbreaking for the people left behind. Well, and it feels I like think the person a... that's dying understands that as well. It's mm. like such a when you are dying, you become this superhuman, mm. like this amazing being who's just. Well, there's a very there's, a, there's like a system, isn't there? When somebody's dying, that mm. everybody feels sad. And then there's all this kind of remorse and then there's all these nostalgic feelings and all that kind of stuff. It's like you're trained from quite a young age to do that because that's what you see on TV and it's what you read in books. But the person when, that's dying has to navigate everybody else's feelings, yeah, not just their own. But when they don't respond in the way you're expecting them mm. to, it all becomes like, mm. I'm not entirely sure whether I should be happy or mm. sad or whatever. It's really fascinating. Mm. I mean, it's one of the most fascinating things mm. about life, isn't it? Mm. My recommendation is The Swimmer's. Uh, a Netflix true story about two beautiful girls who make a heartbreaking decision to leave Syria and try to create a life elsewhere for the rest of their of their family. It is heartbreaking. I, I've heard about this. I think we've had quite a few people um, recommend swimmers oh, to really? us. Oh, yeah. um, The soundtrack, the detail is also perfect. 82% wow. water tomatoes. I hope you enjoy. Uh, and thank you, uh, Rose's Thai Cafe. Yeah. <laughs> I went there just recently. Ooh. It's brilliant. Um, okay, let's have one more before we go and eat. You can choose. Where should we go? Um, that one. Um, this is... Uh, oh, just watch Breaking Point. It's a tennis documentary and it's pretty fascinating. Oh, yeah. Really fancy watching yeah, this. So I've do seen I. It. Yeah. That's great because we love Jenny Chandler yeah. has recommended that. I love recommendations for documentaries because yes. I look at the documentaries and they're all... Sometimes they get a bit samey, but Breaking mm. Point sounds like it's really quite different and to get it recommended that's good and the tension in mm, tennis because mm. you're kind of groomed from such a young age mm. that it's so highly competitive once you actually get you know to the Wimbledon stakes and stuff I bet it's brilliant mm. thanks very much indeed Jenny um, well ladies and gents this has been lovely I've enjoyed tonight yes I mean you've I, been working like a Trojan today I've been it's been hard hmm. um, today but it, it's always nice at the end because mm. I was thinking, oh, I've got nothing to talk about. It's no interest Lots in like I've got, no, mm. you know, when you're in one of those, I and I feel better. It is like mm. a little hour of therapy. Yeah, good. Mm. I'm really glad. I've mm. really enjoyed myself. Uh, yeah, I've really enjoyed myself too. Sitting across from you, it's yeah, been, thank you. been nice. Yeah. Thank you. Shall we eat chicken and go yes, to the cinema? Now, what about snacks at the cinema? We've yes, got well, to try. We've, we've got to stop eating bag, so much but we crap. Haven't got well, I'm fasting, so I shouldn't really fast. eat anything. Let's not eat anything. Mm. I'm going to take a bottle of icy water, water. with me to the cinema, mm -hmm. but nothing mm -hmm. else. Okay. Uh, lovely to talk to you all, folks.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.